Hello and welcome back to the Savvy Mama podcast. In the episode today, we are talking with money expert Nicole Peterson McKinnon. You may well have seen her on television and she also has a regular column in The Age and The Australian. She has also recently written a book, How to Live Mortgage Free Like Me. She shares her personal journey and all her tips and strategies on how to achieve that golden dream of being a true homeowner. Nicole Peterson McKinnon, welcome on to the Savvy Mama podcast and thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Renee. The great Australian dream is to be a homeowner, but what we often don't think about is actually truly being a homeowner. So what we're going to explore with you today is the topic of actually how to live mortgage-free like you. So to kick off, can you just start with a little bit of inspiration of what does it actually feel like to be mortgage-free? What has it allowed you to do? And I know that you've spoken to lots of people on your journey who have done the same thing. And what sort of freedom and that sort of thing has it allowed them to achieve? It's just life-changing, to tell you the truth. It's just this weight off your shoulders because that monthly repayment that you have to come up with all the time and it's huge, right, in many cases, it just kind of a noose around your neck for many people. And without that, you have options, you have autonomy, and you have a much more relaxed life. And particularly in these, this COVID economy we find ourselves in now, just the level of security that that brings is something I'm incredibly grateful for. And look, all the, the people I've spoken to, I've, I've interviewed 100 people for this book. Wow. And all the people I've spoken to, for everyone, it's changed their lives. Like it's changed every day in all sorts of different ways. So, for example, you know, there was a mechanic, a mechanic and a, married to an administrative assistant, and they paid off their mortgage using all the tricks that, that I explain in the book, actually. They did it really textbook. They did a fantastic job of it. They didn't waste a dollar. And um, he was able, he hated being a mechanic, and he'd been doing it forever, and it was hot and pressured, and it was boring for him. Yep. As soon as they paid off their mortgage, he quit his job. He took a 20 grand pay cut and he started a building apprenticeship like as a mature age person because he could. He didn't, he didn't need that 20 grand anymore. So for him, he just kind of had this unbelievable spring in his step because having that mortgage gone made every difference in the world to him. So empowering to have that freedom. Really, really empowering. I mean, there was another another um, beautiful family I interviewed and, and uh, he kind of did a combination of all sorts of jobs. He was this crazy mad saver, probably one of the most um, oh, dedicated saving people in the country. So he'd managed to save a $300,000 deposit wow. by, mm. yes, by, by his engineering um, kind of stint in the mind. Yep. But also when he was back at home in between those, he continued to bust. He continued to be a surf instructor. He worked three jobs at all times and saved every dollar. And the fact that he'd done that and set up their family meant that now that they have a newborn baby, his wife's not working, she's with the baby, and he's only working part-time. So he's with the baby as well. And they can because they don't have a repayment. So it's just, you know, it has so many options, so much autonomy. So empowering to have that freedom. Did you find with the yeah. people that had achieved this that there was a common thread? Because it sounds to me yeah. like you've got to have a bit of a vision. Is that right? That's what it is. So the second step is a 10-step kind of process that I go through. And the second step is name your date. Mm. And it may sound crazy, 
to people listening, but you can do it. So I've actually, coming with the books is an actual free app called My Mortgage Freedom Date. So what you do is you just jump on there and input all your details, of course, and you can literally, there's a slider that it just lets you pick a particular date and time. It might be a milestone birthday, you know, it might be the day you turn 50. It might be something else that ties in with your life goals. But you name your date and then you can see exactly what it would take to get you there. And better still, getting a better interest rate brings that date forward dramatically if mm. you know the tricks to use to make that interest rate work for you. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And we are in an environment now where interest rates feel like an all-time low. So there is an amazing opportunity there for people to really make the most of that, isn't there? Oh, look, Renee, like 10 years ago, we were paying 8% on our mortgages. And so if you didn't bring that forward shorter than the 25 years or 35 years that you were contracted to repay it over, you ended up paying $530,000 in interest on the average $400,000 home. Mm. But now that's only $302,000. So that's a $200,000 savings right there. But if you actually manage to now bring your debt freedom date forward 15 years, so it takes you in 10 years, you only pay $109,000 in interest as opposed to $530,000. Yeah, what a huge saving. So it's a massive opportunity, once in a lifetime opportunity for people to get their home outright so much more cheaply. While we're talking (laughs) about this topic, because often when clients come to me, we have the conversation about refinancing and often people put that in the too hard basket because it does take a little bit of work to do your application and go through all your bits and pieces again. But when you talk about those numbers that you just talked about then. Yeah, the numbers on this are unbelievable. And don't miss the fact that this doesn't cost you an extra cent. So you don't have to find money. You don't have to work harder. You don't have to spend less for this. So if you refinance, all of a sudden, there's more money to put on the mortgage through doing nothing else but refinancing. So this is a strategy I call up stump, but still stump up. So you literally, you ditch your lender, you go to the cheapest quality one that's out there, and you simply keep your repayments the same. So on the current rates and what we're looking at at the moment in the environment, so that $400,000 average mortgage I was talking about, if you move it from the average big four rate, which is currently 4.48%, to the best quality rate, which is 2.64%, it's going to save you $155,000 and get you out of debt six years early. Remember, you've not paid one extra dollar. That's not cost you a cent more beyond maybe a day or two of a bit of admin. Well, that's well worth it. And how often should people look at refinancing and are there any traps involved? Absolutely. So you should be refinancing every three years. Put the reminder in your calendar. You need to refinance over the same period you have remaining. Otherwise, you won't make a saving at all. You'll pay more. But if you think about it, this is a big chunk of money that you owe. And if you then take out a fresh 25 30-year loan, you're going to be paying interest on that for a lot longer than you're currently on track for. And that's going to defeat you. Now, the other really important thing about refinancing is a lot of dodgy products out there. Mm -hmm. You do not want a cheap and cheerful home loan, okay? This is the most important debt you'll ever have. What you want is the cheapest product from an authorised deposit-taking institution. Now, this will be on the website. There's a list on APRA. You can just simply Google APRA, authorised deposit-taking institutions. 
This is important because if it's not such an institution like many of the online lenders, that means they can't offer you a real offset account. Ah. So the offset accounts that the online lenders often offer are simply redraws in disguise. Now, there's been a lot of press about this lately and I'm horrified because this is a big warning in my book. Repayment holidays sometimes coming with a kind of sweep of your redraw money as well. So if there's a real danger, if your money is in redraw, the bank can lock it up. You must put all your extra money in offset. And so you need a loan from an authorised deposit-taking institution. I am a massive fan of offset accounts myself. And what it essentially is, is a bank account sitting next to your loan account that reduces the amount of interest that you pay on the loan overall, but you have access to the money that's in that offset account. It's your cash, you can pull it out and you can do what you like with it. So it is really powerful. And I know you talk in your book about then being able to utilise that money. Absolutely. And I mean, when you're talking about offset accounts, every dollar you have to your name should be in offset accounts. And look, there's a way of fitting your salary in there too. So this is my offset on steroids strategy. And what it allows you to do is to use the bank's money for free. So what you do, contrary to sort of the advice to cut up your credit cards, no, I don't believe that unless you can't trust yourself with credit. But if you're canny with credit, you can use it to save you a huge amount of money rather than paying the bank. So what you do is you get a credit card with a long interest-free period and you live off that credit card for the month. So you set your salary, meanwhile, in an offset account, put to your mortgage so it's saving you lots of lovely loan interest. Only when your credit card bill is due at the end of the month do you take the money out of the offset and sweep it onto the credit card to repay it before, of course, you incur $1 in interest. You just use the bank's money all for free. I think what you said at the start, if you are good, you've got a good disciplined budget and you're good at tracking your spending and you make sure you pay that credit card off in full, then absolutely that is where you are using credit cards to your advantage. And it is a really powerful strategy as long as you maintain it. It's a really powerful strategy. Say on that average $400,000 loan, Say you can fit $30,000 in offsets at all times. That's going to save you $66,000 and shave two and a half years off your loan. But say you also set $10,000 in salary in offsets against that loan all month, then your interest savings grows to $85,000 and you get debt free three years early. So just by being canny and clever with credit, structuring your loans right, just working the system basically. That's some really great tips. And in your expert opinion, where would you send people to start that refinancing journey? Would you say to them to go and have a look yeah. on a website, speak to a mortgage broker, go to their bank? What's your advice? Yeah, look, there's a lot of information out there now for people. Uh, you know, it's, it's really been democratised, the whole mortgage market, in that the information is available and free for you. So I would go to a comparison website and input the type of loan you want. And if it's your own home, I would make a very strong argument for making that principal and interest because you want to own that quickly as possible. Put that in and then filter that by the comparison rate. This is really important because it takes into account the fees. Um. So that's kind of your gold mark of what is the best loan. And then, of course, you want to find the cheapest that is from an authorised deposit-taking institution. And that's when you can start talking to that institution about whether that loan would actually suit you or not. And how would someone tell if it's an authorised deposit-taking institution? Okay, so what you do is very simply Google authorised deposit-taking institution and
and okay. there's a list on the APRA right. website. We'll make sure we put that in our show notes so people can refer to that. Well, I think that's been a really good take on mortgages and offsets, which, as I mentioned, I'm also really, really passionate about. Personally, it's helped me to, you know, move from one property to the next property very seamlessly and effectively. Well, you can also access your money. You're guaranteed to be able to access your money. So, you know, that's a house deposit for your next home if you, you know, have a life flip and decide that you are going to move down the track. You can get it out. There's no, you know, bridging finance. There's no trouble with fee draw. There's no risk of having that money locked away. It gives you that full flexibility, which is what, you know, this is what mortgage freedom is all about. Absolutely. Now, in your book and in some articles that I've written for you, you've come up with some really nifty terms, a slightly <laughs> new language. You've got a couple of terms that you call stingspiration and winspiration. Talk us okay. through those. Well, this is to go with the inspiration. So all of the amazing families who've shared their sort of personal and private journey to debt freedom with me, that inspiration also goes along with inspiration, where I've got a whole bunch of Aussies to tell me their real and dodgy often ways that they're using to cut their costs. So how they're getting their expenses down so that they can find more money to put on the mortgage. And then the winspiration is the strategy. So we talked a little bit about strategy already. For me, I used about eight different strategies to get my mortgage repaid in seven years, which I'm so incredibly proud of. So it was a really funny journey. Like it was so heartwarming hearing the inspiration from from everybody. And then the inspiration was hilarious. And I must say that a lot of the really dodgy ones did come from my friends at barbecues and drinks. <laughs> after quite a few drinks often. <laughs> I'd get out my little dictaphone and go, okay, tell me your dodgiest tip. How are you cutting costs? You'll have to enlighten us with a couple. What are a couple of the craziest ones you've heard? Well, I have a friend who makes her own pit paste. So rather than buy deodorant, she whips that up herself. And of course, there's a huge popularity in making your own cleaning products as well. So there's recipes yep. in there for all of the above. And then, you know, there's the guy who suggested that four kids are cheaper than three kids. So <laughs> go ahead and have a fourth. I cut him off pretty quick. <laughs> um, and then, you know, there's all sorts of really legitimate great things in there, like, um, you know, how to claim every dollar on health insurance. Yep. I mean, a lot of people don't know that you can claim kids' swimming lessons. Mm. Cocooning is a really huge thing now. And, I mean, now that we're into COVID, but that's recreating, like, your restaurant experience at home. And the savings that carries is just huge. Yep. And, you know, people often think, I have a mortgage, you've got to stop spending, you know, got to cut down the Uber Eats and, the, you know, the fun stuff. But cutting your fixed costs is the easiest way of doing it. Mm. So the number one is the mortgage. But you're also talking about your insurances. Every single insurance you've got, there's probably a better deal, probably a better quality product as well. All your personal loans, um, your utilities and your bills, there's probably cheaper versions of all of those, which could on average squeeze out about $7,000 extra a year. Mm. So all the websites to do that are in there too. You know, how to cut your fuel costs, how to save on kids' presents. You need a present drawer. Mm. You need to pick up kids' presents when you see them on special, especially for little kids. Get your kids to make the cards too. Don't buy them. Yes, exactly. It's the thought that counts. And I think as you touched on before, you know, with the COVID experience that we're all going through and, you know, being home, it is that wonderful opportunity to kind of reset and reassess what are the important things to spend your money on. And I think it's shown us all that there are so many areas where we spend unnecessarily. Absolutely. It really does. And look, you know, if you are in lockdown, again, 
then, you know, you might have time for what I call a self-isolation streamline. You know, you might have the time to go through those six costs that I mentioned and just cut every single one of them. And that's going to make it like an enduring difference to your life. Yep. Throw that money on the mortgage and you mm. could get to streets ahead. All right. So shall we jump into your winspirations? Yeah, sure thing. So so we've touched on a little bit of it, which this is kind of the strategy around it all. So, I mean, up stumps, but still stump up. Use my offset on steroids strategy. And then there's ways of kind of paying a little bit extra, but kind of tricking yourself, like psychological tricks to get you paying extra without a lot of pain to your pocket. So one of the best ways is to round up your repayment. So let's take our $400,000 mortgage, okay? So the repayment on that is about 2332 or something like that. So if you just round that up to $2,400, it's not a lot. It's like $62 extra. But that's going to save you $17,000 and a year. So rounding up your repayment is just a really nice kind of change to, to invoke immediately. Then paying fortnightly is really, really powerful. Then there's paying fortnightly. So stay with me here. This is a quirk of the Gregorian calendar. There's up to 12 months in a year. But there's not double that number of fortnight. 24, there's actually 26. So if you simply pay half your monthly repayment fortnightly, you'll get a month ahead. It yes. works. Yep. So on the average $400,000 mortgage, you're going to be paying a little bit more again each fortnight, but in a kind of relatively painless way. On our average mortgage, that's going to save $48,000 and cut three and a half years off your loan. So once again, just tiny little changes yep. and just huge, enormous savings and getting that kind of freedom so much closer for you. Yeah. And as you said, they're not big changes to make. You know, you wouldn't really notice that over the course of your, you know, your pay cycles, whatever they may be. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because, you know, my philosophy is family that money is for spending, just not all at once. You know, yep. you need to set those <laughs> goals. You need to have that name, your mortgage freedom date set in stone, um, you know, costed and calendared, as I call it. So yep. it's up there, it's, it's maybe on a chart with the celebration you're going to have when that happens. But yeah, you need to kind of focus on that, but without making the day-to-day life really painful for yourself. It's got to be, you know, it's moderation and not deprivation. It's key. Like you've got to enjoy your days as well, which is why you need to know how to milk this system, work this system rather than working too hard. Yeah. And I think that's really, really important. It, it is always that balance of, you know, enjoying today, you know, but taking care of that security for tomorrow. But the yeah. tips and the strategies that you're sharing, a lot of this is, you know, knowing how to do things that are not necessarily dramatically changing your lifestyle right now. It is, as you say, knowing how to work the system to your advantage to get the best outcome for yourself. Look, it really is. And that's why this all started for me when I was an editor at the Australian Financial Review. And I was tasked of giving an assignment to research the facts, traps and maths of mortgages. Mm-hmm. And look, there's a lot of traps. Yep. There's a lot of things you can actually do wrong. I mean, the redraw thing that the me bank that they subsequently reversed by you know raiding that redraw, mm. that just underlines the risk that is out there. They were totally within their rights to do that. Also, if you pay off your loan directly into your loan, if you accelerate repayments directly into your loan, same redraw danger. And also it means that if you wanted to later convert that house to an investment property, you really couldn't 
because yes. all those tax deductions would be gone. It would be useless to you as an investment property. People are desperate to get a foot on the housing ladder and then often they want to move up the rungs of the ladder. Yep. So often they do want to keep that first home, which might be a little apartment, as their investments are down the track. So you need to think carefully about not paying it off directly into the loan, but yep. again, using offset accounts because that way those repayments are not on the ATO's radar and it's going to work for you in future. So just a few little things to know that could see your, your property become kind of a wealth-building tool as well. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. You know, as you say, you want, if you're going to have debt, you want it to be good debt, not bad debt. And if you do use that yeah. property as a stepping stone, as you say, you can still keep a large portion of the overall debt that you've got against the investment property, then you're going to be winning and further ahead by doing that too. And look, step 10, I've interviewed this wonderful, inspirational, so generous couple who shared with everybody the journey of them accumulating 10 investment properties. And they've done it exactly the right way. They've done it with offset accounts. They've done it with the right type of loans. You know, they've done it principal and interest on their home loan, but interest only on their investments until they got rid of their principal and interest. And now they've got this property portfolio which takes care of itself financially Mm. and their retirement is absolutely so that's kind of the next level of this strategy. If you do it right, you can you can get to that that kind of achievement and situation in life. And I think the other really important thing about this is to carefully plan out your strategy at the start. So as you say, you know, sort of start thinking about those longer term decisions or opportunities that you want to have and be able to get those structures right up front is really critical. It is really critical, but at the same time, you never know when you're going to get a job overseas or all of a sudden you're going to want to quit your job or quit Sydney or, you know, you just never know where life's going to take you. And if you get those structures set up in the first place, as yep. you say, then you always have that flexibility and that ability to pivot. Nicole, this chat has been really, really inspiring with all the inspiration and the stinspiration, the inspiration. <laughs> and I think it's an amazing thing for people, you know, to have a vision on as you said, when, you know, an end date and the all the tips and strategies that they can take along the way and the options that it's going to give to be able to be mortgage free. So if people want to know a little bit more about your book that you've written, where can they find it? Well, you can get a signed copy direct from me at nicolesmartmoney.com. So that's got a double S in the middle for so Nicole's and Smart. And the audio book, I'm super proud of the audio book. It's just such a great listen. I enlisted all these voiceover artists to bring to life the conversations that I had with the real families who shared the intimate details with me. So those are all enlivened and kind of live with me chatting with great. people. Uh, so it's just a it's a fabulous listen and I'm getting amazing reviews for it, which I'm so grateful for. So that's available wherever you buy your audiobooks. It's everywhere. Yeah, that's a really nifty way to be able to listen. I've had a look at your book and I love it. I love the way that you know, you've yeah laid out the different strategies and given not only the inspiration but the really practical steps that people need to take along the way. You've put the dollar examples there, which is, you know, I think that really brings it to life. That shows you that, you know, just how powerful it is and gives you that motivation to do it. Yes, absolutely. Well, I <laughs> hope that our chat today has inspired many other people to become mortgage-free just like you and the case studies that you've looked at. I'm certainly on my journey. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm looking forward to the day that I am. <laughs> and yeah, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you talking to us today. 
thanks so much for having me on, Renee. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Savvy Mama podcast. Really hope you enjoyed it and have no doubt that if you have a mortgage or you're an aspiring homeowner that you would have got a lot out of today's episode. As always, if you enjoy the show, we would love if you subscribed and left us a rating or a review. And in the meantime, look forward to bringing you the next episode. Take care.